So hello, everybody, and welcome. I'm back, baby, I'm back. It's the realist philosopher. I know I've been gone a long time. My apologies. You know, I've had so much going on lately uh, in my uh, regular everyday life that uh, I either haven't had the time or I just haven't felt like making content. But I realized that even though I didn't feel like it, and I didn't want to, and it was very difficult to justify with so many other more important things I could be doing uh, with my time, I realized that I need to be doing this show because the, the, the meaning and the purpose that it contributes to my life is extremely important. Extremely important. We all need some kind of meaning. We all need some kind of purpose. And for me, content creation, that's where I get a lot of mine. Not all, of course, but enough that not doing this show really, really, it, it was uh, having a negative effect on my life and every other aspect. So even though I have a hard time justifying putting the time aside because I have so much else going on. I, I see it's necessary. I see it's necessary. I have had a lot going on. Uh, a heck of a lot. Uh, what have I been doing lately? Uh, working, uh, looking for better work. Um, my really, uh, my full-time, long-term work contract uh, ended in January. So I've been kind of just, you know, doing what I can in the gig, uh, independent contractor economy the past six months, but that's really not cutting the mustard anymore. So now I've been, you know, the past month or so searching for, you know, something more long-term. Now I do have a field of study, a field of endeavor, a field of specialization, which we call a STEM field, but um, I can't find work in it because there's too many foreigners on their H-1B visas that employers would rather hire because they're either so much cheaper. Well, that's mainly it. So it's nearly impossible to find work in my field. And I also do have a lot of management and supervisory experience. Management, operations, logistics, that goes back decades. Problem with that is, um, even if I go outside my field to try and find something in management, then I'm overqualified. <laughs> overqualified! <laughs> So I go in and it's like, oh, yeah, you're so qualified. Yeah, overqualified. So a lot of employers think that I'm either applying for this position that I'm clearly overqualified for because um, I'm simply looking for something temporary to tide me over until I find something better. Or they figure very quickly I'm going to want too much money. Or that at the very onset I'm going to want too much money. So... Yeah, let's just hire somebody younger. <laughs> somebody younger that we know is going to stick around for a long period of time and we can pay half as much. So it's very difficult. It's very difficult for somebody in their 50s to, uh, 
you know, start over. Something I wouldn't have to do, but unfortunately, again, finding something in my field of endeavor is nearly impossible. So that's kind of what I've been doing. Also, I'm still losing weight, as you might have noticed if you've seen past content. I've almost lost 70 pounds to date. My goal was 75 pounds in a year, and that year is up in two weeks. So I don't think I'm going to reach my goal, but I think I'll be very close, if not at the 70 pounds. Uh, close, close to my goal. Uh, so I've lost a lot of weight yeah, in the past year, as you may notice. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, what else have I been up to? Oh, I started writing my book on philosophy. Started writing my book on it. Um, it's going to be a bit of an endeavor. Now, a lot of the subject material, maybe 60 to 70%, I've already written uh, in the form of past video content, um, original content material. When I actually used to, you know make money and get lots of viewers on YouTube. That was years and years back. I've got a lot of content from that time that I can repurpose and edit. Uh, so yeah, a fair amount of the book is already written in text form. The rest I'm going to have to obviously write from step one from the beginning. And I'm also currently working on the introduction, which I have to do before I start recording any of this, before I start uh, compiling in any of the book. Now, I'm going to give the book away for free. I'm going to post it first as original content on my BitChute channel in the form of an audio book. And then after that, I will publish it online for free. Uh, that way, anybody can read it. So, yeah. As I said, a lot going on, so it's been difficult to produce new content. Okay, let's see if anyone's out there. Nah, let's see. Gaza 3, welcome back. Thank you, Gaza 3. It's good to be back. It's been a while, been a long time, I know. Yeah, I've had a lot going on. Almost got uh, attacked the other night. Almost had to shoot somebody. <laughs> I'm out walking around, and of course I'm armed, you know. I live in Arizona, and uh, it's a bad idea to go out at night here without your uh, firearm. Somebody tried to uh, ambush me. Mm. Lucky thing I have my firearm on me. Look like two homeless people, one black guy, one white guy. Yeah. One of them got in front of me and tried to distract me, asking for a uh, cigarette. And then the black guy tried to sneak up behind me, knife me in the back. I'm living in such a lovely city. It's a good thing I have good reflexes. I, I saw something, I heard something, I don't know, but I knew somebody was behind me and I spun around and I saw the guy. And so, uh, you know, had to, uh, almost, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, I had to show my gun and almost had to pull it out that the black guy ran off, the white guy ran off. But they were clearly trying to rob me. I don't know why. I wasn't dressed well. Maybe it's just because I'm white. They figure because I'm a white dude that I had money. I don't. I don't even carry money anymore. Uh, I carry, uh, you know, cards. It's just so much more convenient. It used to be that you would still carry money around because if you wanted to pay for things with, like, your debit card, there would be, like, a fee. But now it's become so well-developed, uh, this paying with a card. It's so easy. They don't charge a fee anymore. Like, it used to be, like, uh, the same kind of fee you would pay at the ATM. But now there's no fee. So I don't carry cash anymore. 
Guess they figured I had cash. <laughs> uh, it's just like a bum. Uh, well, not like a bum, but I don't dress well when I go out. I mean, this city, it, it, there's just homeless everywhere. And uh, if you go out at night, you definitely don't want to dress like you're well-to-do. I guess maybe some of these homeless people have uh, become clued into that fact. And they figured that anybody that has money is going to dress down. But, uh, you know, what would I be doing going out for a walk at night if I had cashola? Although I'd just go out for, you know, exercise and such. But, uh, yeah, they saw I was armed. It's like, they skedaddled. I don't know what kind of idiot would uh, try to mug somebody in uh, Arizona anyway. I automatically assume half the people are armed. <laughs> Concealed carrying, like me. Why, why, why would you try to mug anybody? Especially with a knife. What are you, nuts? And don't believe that 21-foot rule uh, bullshit, okay? That's total nonsense, all right? I can draw that fucking gun and blow you away. I, I can pull that thing out and hip shoot at you. you you're not going to get 10 feet, let alone fucking uh, uh, 21 feet. Get the fuck out of here. I don't know who spread that bullshit, but it's total bullshit. I think that applies to cops because they wear these uh, level three holsters. Cops wear holsters that require uh, several different steps to actually get the firearm out. There's a hood that closes over the end of the firearm. And then there's a trigger catch that catches hold of the trigger guard. And it's also held in place via a uh, friction catch so you got to go through several steps to get the firearm out and the reason that exists is so that if you get into a physical tussle with somebody they can't just grab your firearm and shoot you uh it would be very awkward uh difficult for them to complete those three steps before you uh you know took advantage of their focusing on trying to get your firearm and whack them in the fucking head with your flashlight or your baton or something so Drawing that gun as a criminal, stealing it from the cop is very difficult. Me, I'm just wearing a regular uh, <laughs> friction fit holster. Just yank that puppy right out. I don't have to push two or three buttons to release the safeties on that holster. So your little 21 foot rule, that applies maybe to cops. But even cops are pretty good now at getting those uh, safeties off on the holster. So, yeah. So they saw that firearm. And I yanked it, and I almost had it fully out of the holster. And I don't need to lift it up and aim and shoot. I mean, I can hit you pretty accurately uh, just instinctually aiming with a, um, you know, a hip draw and shoot like you see in Westerns. It works, too, believe me. You don't have to be uh, all that close either. But anyway, nobody here. So I think I'll get to my first story. Why the right to bodily integrity entails the right to abortion. <laughs> so this is the left's ridiculous argument that it's your body, your choice. I don't know why they didn't make this argument when it came to mandatory vaccinations. My body, my choice. Oh, unless we're talking about a vaccine that I want to take. Then I'm okay with forcing it on you. Yeah, that's so interesting. Lovely, uh logical fallacy there, special pleading argument. No one is entitled to make use of another person's body. Really? What about that baby? What about that baby? So that baby's not entitled? Wow, really? So the baby's not entitled to use the woman's body to gestate and, and, and grow and mature up until nine months, at which point you would give birth. Even when another life depends on it. Uh-huh. 
It's an interesting argument. It's a flawed argument, of course. Oh, boy. So according to a draft majority opinion written by Justice Samuel Alito and leaked on May 2nd, the Supreme Court of the United States, which has overturned Roe v. Wade, it hadn't at the uh, writing of this article, uh, the 1973 ruling that established, no, that made law. It's not the Supreme Court's job to create, to legislate, law. It's supposed to be their job to rule an existing law. It's the legislature's role to pass laws. Of course, unfortunately, what we now have uh, these days are a lot of leftists who want to use the court to pass laws and thereby circumvent the Senate and Congress. Yeah, but darn, we got those three pesky conservative justices in while Trump was in office. So, yeah, yeah, that's going to be difficult. And Roe v. Wade is not a constitutional right. You will not find it anywhere in the Constitution. And the ridiculous pretext they came up with to say that it was a constitutional right by, you know, making uh, vague references to privacy to kill a baby. <laughs> by that logic, if I kill people in private, it's perfectly okay. Including babies. Interesting. The court's final opinion expected this month. Okay, so it did overturn. Uh, we're going to move on. So the draft opinion argues that the right to abortion is not protected by the Constitution. That's correct. It's not. A key tenet of this claims that the right is not implicit to the nation's concept of ordered liberty, whereby certain freedoms are curtailed by the need for order in society. Ordered liberty, as the draft opinion puts it, sets limits and defines the boundary between competing interests. Yes, yes. Is it in the best interest of the country? What does more harm? What does more good? Traffic laws are an example of ordered liberty. Uh-huh. You're comparing killing babies to traffic laws now. All right, because we passed traffic laws to save lives. Yeah, how many lives are being saved to women by aborting babies? I mean, the number of babies that are conceived via rape, via incest, it's like, what is it, less than uh, 1%? Is it even 1%? And how many of those abortions, if not completed, would result in the death or the risk of death to the mother? Is it even 1%? It's less than 2% when you combine those together, and yet they use that as some kind of compositional fallacy to paint all abortions with that brush, and then say, oh, they, we should, it should be legal then. No, because more than 98% of abortions are just... Uh, you know, a form of birth control. Because women were too lazy or too stupid to use condoms or their own birth control. Women have, what, 18 forms of birth control that they can use? It's probably more now. It's probably more like 20. But somehow, somehow, they couldn't stop themselves from getting pregnant. Yeah. By the way, abortion was never meant to be used as a form of birth control. And, of course, it's murder anyway, so abortion shouldn't uh, be allowed in the first place. Uh, they constrain people's freedom to drive at high speeds. Okay. By the way, that is a fallacy as well, that driving fast automatically means you're at more risk. It depends on where you're driving. Uh, for example, if you're talking about driving through a city, then yes, constraining speed is a good idea because there's too many people on foot, too many people uh, crossing streets, too many cross streets, so you have to have lights and you have to have speed limits, but on highways, it actually causes more accidents. But they also provide the order that enables us to reliably get from one place to another. Wouldn't the actual order be then the... Imp I, I don't understand this. Wouldn't the actual order then 
be the imposition of laws against abortion by this argument? Uh, I, I don't think the left understands how their own arguments are actually making no sense. When they're making this kind of argument, they're actually arguing for the implementation of order. And the implementation of order would be the constraining, the stopping of people from getting abortions. Uh, and as Rhoda I was saying about high speeds on highways, um, the lower the speeds, the more people there are on that highway. And also if people are constantly worrying about what speed they're driving at. That means they're paying too much attention to their speedometer, too much attention to the road around them to see what speeds everybody else is going so that they can, uh, you know, basically reasonably speed, which is what most people do. Most people do not adhere to the speed limit, but so long as you're driving at about the same speed as everybody else, you're probably okay. But you also have to be looking out for cops in your side and rear view mirrors to make sure you don't get pulled over. So you're too worried and distracted about your speed and thereby you're taking attention away from your driving. So it's actually more dangerous to drive at lower speeds on highways. That's why the highway that has less if not the least amount of accidents on it is I think the Autobahn over in Germany where you can drive as fast as you want. But anyway, uh, when considering how to order our liberties, order liberties, yeah. Of course you would hear something like that from uh, an article like this written by a lefty. They're clearly against any kind of constraints on abortion. Alito evokes the following distinction. Some matters leave open questions about how to strike the balance between competing interests. Uh, what competing interests? How is getting an abortion in the best interests of uh, the public, of the culture, of the country in general? I don't know how that's in our best interests. Well, because if women ain't able to kill their babies at whim, they might have to take maternity leave, which will cost their employer, that big corporation, a fortune. <laughs> babies are expensive, don't you know, unless you're a brown or a black person. If you're a brown or a black person, we, the government, will steal money from the people we're telling not to have babies and give it to you, brown person or a black person, so you can have all the babies you want. <laughs> I see. Yeah. The liberty to drive at speed versus the need for public safety. Well, first you have to establish that what you're doing is a risk to public safety, given the context of the situation. In one situation, speeding might be dangerous, while in another situation, it might not. So it really depends on uh, ge geographic principles. But anyway, for example, and these are political questions to be decided by the people. Yeah, by the people. You would think that the lefties would be all for that. They're always talking about how, oh, democracy is so important. Yeah, and then when people vote on this stuff, oh, no, 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 that's evil. What do, what do you mean? You, the, the, the lefties are so disingenuous and full of crap. They want the government to federally ban bans on abortion. Basically make it legal in the entire country so that no state can decide for themselves, meaning the population of that state, meaning the people that the lefties claim to support via the democratic process, they want to stop people from being able to exercise uh, their democratic voting rights to decide in their own states whether or not abortion should be legal or illegal. Yeah. It's empower the federal government to decide for us. That's literally the exact opposite of deciding by the people. <laughs> Other matters concern basic freedoms that are implicit in the concept of ordered liberty. Ordered liberty. Controlled chaos, you mean? Uh, interesting, interesting. Ordered liberty. Yeah, but the lefties don't want order. 
or limits or constraints or controls on their liberty. They want to be able to do whatever the hell they want. Kill their babies, eat their babies. These freedoms fall within the realm of individual sovereignty, which the government may not infringe upon. But that's what you're calling for when you want to essentially constrain the states from being able to decide for themselves. And they are protected by the Constitution, but the Constitution says nothing about abortion. It, 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 find me anywhere in the Constitution that says, uh, you had a right to kill your baby. Yeah. <laughs> Basic freedoms usually entail the right to live one's life in, the, in ways that do not harm other people. But isn't a baby another person? <laughs> Wait a second. I've seen a contradiction here. Oh, babies, you're not people yet. Yeah. That's a continuum fallacy. I've used this term before, but I've never explained it. So let me explain it to you. If I have a single grain of sand, it's sand. If I have a mountain of sand, it's still sand. The amount of the sand involved doesn't change the fact that it's sand. Basically, the fallacy that is the continuum fallacy is when people try to use some kind of arbitrary measuring stick like time or level of development to change or reclassify what something is. Now let's talk about the continuum fallacy in regards to a baby. Once the sperm and the egg are mixed and a baby starts to develop, it's a human. Now it doesn't matter whether or not you call it a fetus or a baby, whether or not you're making some kind of distinction based upon its current point of development, it's still a human. Whether or not it's six weeks old or six months old in the womb, a human is a human and is a human. Sand is sand is sand. It doesn't matter what point of development we're talking about. This doesn't change the fact that it is a human being. These idiots that say, not human, it is human. A human is not decided upon via point of development. Just like a piece of granite or obsidian is not decided based upon the size of the piece. If I have a tiny little speck of granite, guess what? It's still granite. If I have a tiny little speck of obsidian, it's still obsidian. It doesn't matter the size. It doesn't matter the level of development. What a thing is, it is. Law of identity. This is another reason that the left hates logic and Aristotle, because simple logic completely disproves most, if not all, of their non-arguments and claims. Anyway, to continue, Alito places the right to abortion in the former camp. In his view, oh, just his view, everybody's nobody else's view, it's not the majority of Americans, or other Supreme Court justices, even though the Supreme Court struck down Roe versus Wade, so obviously it's more than Alito that thinks this, in his view, the question of how to balance the competing interests of a person who wants an abortion, you mean wants to kill another person, against the purported right to life of the fetus, is not implicit in the concept of order and liberty. So Alito rejects the idea that abortion is a basic right protected by the Constitution. Correct? By the way, there are no such things as rights, okay? There are just privileges granted by the government when you give them to po the power to legislate, give permission for you to do or not do certain things. Things. And there are also things that you fight for that are earned and have to be continued to be fought for to keep them. And apparently people are not willing to fight anymore. 
On this basis, Alito takes issue with the fact that Roe, in effect, adjudicated between those competing interests, a question he thinks should be determined by the people of the various states. Well, yeah. Also, a reason uh, why I have a problem with the whole gay marriage bullshit, which was decided by what was at the time a very liberal Supreme Court. The court does not have the right or the power to pass law, and yet they passed laws making it legal for two men, two women to get married. I hope that will be struck down soon as well, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Rather than by the Supreme Court, Alito also believes that questions of deep moral importance ought to be settled by the electorate. Nah, you don't say. By the way, I thought this was what the left was all about. Democracy. You know, only if the people voting are likely to vote for what they want. Otherwise, no. You're, you're an evil uh, bigot that hates women because you don't want to kill babies. When there is room for reasonable disagreement about how to balance competing interests. I don't, I'm still haven't seen the competing interests being identified here. Are we talking about the interests of a woman? Well, her interests are not served by killing her baby, okay? But I want to continue to party and ride the cut carousel and fuck as many guys as humanly possible and, uh, you know, be a 45-year-old spinster with no kids and no husband. Well, how is that in your interests? <laughs> you mean you think it's in your interest because feminists and the leftist regime and academia have told you so, but really it's not in your interest. <sighs> Certainly not in the interests of our great nation, well, once great nation of America and the West in general, or any country for that matter, because uh, you will have, you know, continually declining population until... You might have to, oh, I don't know, open your borders and bring in a bunch of low IQ, low skill, no skill morons to do the work badly. Oh, we're already there. The interesting question, are the persons, pregnant persons right to bodily integrity and the right to lie for the fetus? Well, okay, it's, it's a baby, okay? And it's a human. So that's all that matters. It's a human being. The, the level of development is totally, completely irrelevant. The right to bodily integrity typically means that nobody may interfere with or use your body without your consent, unless you want to vaccinate them <laughs> with the argument that you're protecting life. Oh, you mean like the life of a fetus? Oh, no, 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 that's not a life. <laughs> uh, this right is often thought of as particularly stringent. Those who oppose abortion often grant the pregnant person's right to bodily integrity, something that that pregnant person is going to give you when they want you to get vaccinated, by the way but then argue that when two rights come into competition, the fetus is right to life must come first. You mean the human being? You see, they like to play these little fucking word games to change the status and value and importance and reclassify the human being as non-human by giving it a moniker that will make you think of it in a different way than you would a regular everyday person. Fetish! See, you don't think human. So you don't realize it's a human, and so it's okay to kill it because it's not human. Even though that's a continuum fallacy. Okay. Pro-choice arguments, by contrast, emphasize the importance of upholding the pregnant person's basic right to bodily integrity. But the left doesn't even believe in uh, uh, bodily autonomy. They don't believe in it. The man can't walk away. The woman can kill the baby, and she walks away, and everybody claps their fucking hands and says she's a hero. Meanwhile, if he tries to walk away, he's a deadbeat dad. 
He doesn't have bodily autonomy. And they've already proven that they don't care about your bodily autonomy when they force you to wear a fucking mask and force you to take a vaccine to supposedly protect others, even though the evidence has now shown, and it showed even back then, that masks don't do dick. And the shutdowns maybe saved 0.02% of the lives lost. Not the 98% that that fucking UK university uh, projected. Oh, 98% of those people will die if we have uh, shutdowns and lockdowns and uh, mandatory mask wearing. Nah, nah, nah. only 0.02% less people died. So that was a total lie. And meanwhile, you destroyed the economies of the world. Congratulations. (sighs) So they didn't even believe in what they're preaching. Given that there is no uncertainty over whether and when a fetus acquires the right to life. I love these idiots, by the way, who yammer that it doesn't have an id, it doesn't have an ego, it doesn't have a personality yet. What about that vegetable over there? (laughs) What about that human in a fucking coma, in a vegetative state, whose life is being protected and they're being kept on fucking life support 24-7? How about them? There ain't no ego id there, the fucking brain dead. I mean, by your logic, I can go lop their fucking head off and I'm doing a public good. Or at the very least, I'm not committing any kind of evil, right? I'm just doing what was in my best interest because I didn't want to continue paying those very high hospital bills to keep that fucking human potato alive. Oh, no, that's evil. That's wrong. Even though it's the same fucking argument. (laughs) So that's bad, but killing baby good or at the very least morally neutral. Oh, I see. Alito's argument reverses this strategy, suggesting that it is sufficient for some people to believe that the fetus has enough of a right to life, which it does, to place the right to abortion in the category of contested liberties. Uh... There's lots of contested liberties out there, okay? By the way, when you factor in the mandates to wear masks, the mandates to get vaccinated or lose your job, or in some other Western countries, you just had to get vaccinated, and there was no kind of, you know, attempt at a pretext like losing your job. They didn't try to foist the responsibility onto the private sector. The government actually just told you, get get vaccinated or go to jail or go to a COVID camp. Um... More people died from the shutdowns and these mandates. Five to 10,000 people, I believe, per 1% of unemployment. And that unemployment fluctuated and changed at its highest, at its peak in America. It was close to 40% unemployment. So anywhere between, wow, that, we're getting into big numbers here. 200 to 400,000 people. And by the way, these numbers, again, they fluctuated. So it would go up, it would go down. So... Maybe a half million people or more died from the shutdowns, from drug overdoses, from domestic violence, uh, suicide, uh, not getting treatment in a fucking hospital, uh, cancer, because they couldn't go out. So about half a million people, more people died because of the shutdowns than were saved by them. Again, new studies have shown that about 0.02% less people died because of this nonsense. (laughs) Oh, lovely, lovely, lovely. What about that? That infringed on people's liberty and killed them. Their right to life, their right to make a living, their right to live their lives. I mean, if there's any infringement on bodily autonomy and bodily integrity, these lockdowns, these mandates are perfect examples. And they killed hundreds of thousands of people and the evidence actually so shows that they didn't save lives. They, 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 they saved a, a fraction 
of what was expected to be saved. As if threat of death is somehow a justification to take away the rights of others anyway. <laughs> Anyhow, the story continues by saying, a central puzzle from the philosophical literature on self-ownership, uh, the idea that a person's rights give uh, them some kind of control over themselves as one can have over the possessions of that one owns. A key tenet is that nobody may make use of your body without your consent. Um, aren't you giving your consent when you have sex? I think people have forgotten the point of having sex. You know, the pleasure part? That's just to get you banging and clanging so you have a baby. The whole point of banging and clanging is to get pregnant and have a baby. It's not the pleasure aspect. Now, because we have advanced technology and this whole liberation mindset where you can do whatever you want, no consequences if you're a woman, uh, which is also bullshit, uh, the consequences just aren't as readily evident. Uh, they end up catching up with you down the road has caused this, but the act of coupling of coitus is giving consent. <laughs> if I had an absolute right against others imposing my body, that would prohibit anyone from causing me even a trace of pollution to fall on my skin without my consent. Such a stringent right would effectively make it impossible to live in a society. There must be some trade-offs involved in drawing the boundaries of bodily integrity and balancing those against the conditions of collective life. Anyhow, the application to questions around vaccination is clear. Does Bob trespass on Alice's bodily integrity by inadvertently shedding a potentially life-threatening virus on her body? Okay, life is risk. Okay? I could go outside tomorrow and get hit in the head by a micrometeor and I'm fucked. I'm dead. I could get hit by a bus. I could get mugged. Somebody could stab me from behind and steal my wallet. I, I mean, there's so many ways you can die. Life is risk. We're, we're spinning around a fucking sun in a solar system that itself is spinning around what's probably a super black hole at the middle of our fucking galaxy, spinning around a fucking mega black hole in a fucking gigantic vacuum. The next closest star is, what, I think seven light years away. And, uh, you know, the, our galaxy is a hundred fucking thousand light years across. I mean, our existence is risk. We could all be wiped out tomorrow by a giant fucking meteorite. Everybody's become such cowards that they're afraid to defend their freedom. Does government trespass on Bob's bodily integrity by requiring him to get vaccinated to protect Alice? Not my job to protect anybody else, okay? And we already know from experience that the damage done by giving the government the kind of power to coerce others into doing what they think you should do to protect others actually gives the government so much power that it does more harm than good via short-term and long-term metrics which we've seen, like in the last century, where communism, socialism killed over 100 million people. In order to reject the notion that there is such a trade-off on the question of abortion rights, pro-choicers often deny that fetuses are persons with full moral status and the right to life. Yeah, continue on fallacy. But this strategy risks playing into Alito's hands by reaffirming the idea that there are intractable points of moral disagreement about when life begins. See, this is, this is what fucking confuses the shit out of me. It's a lie. What do you mean when life begins? When the sperm fertilizes the egg, that's it, that, it's, it's life. 
Now, it doesn't matter what stage of life. This is a perfect example of a continuum of fallacy. Anyhow, the story goes on to say, to demonstrate that the right to abortion falls within the core right to bodily integrity, we can grant for the sake of argument that the fetus has a right to life, but show that this does not entail the right to make use of a pregnant person's body. What? Make use implies some kind of sentience, some kind of level of awareness, self-awareness, will, and choice that a baby in a womb doesn't have. And by the way, the right to make use of a pregnant person's body, she gave that baby that right when she had sex. Uh, well, mm, I, uh, I was on uh, birth control. I, mm, uh, he was wearing a condom, uh, so I didn't intend to get pregnant. Well, you know condoms can break, and birth control doesn't always work, and you know what the possible consequences are of having sex, but you chose to have sex anyway, so that right there is giving the right to life to that baby. <sighs> it implies that a person may be entitled to make use of someone else's body in an extremely invasive way. <laughs> The baby is not making use of your body without your consent. You gave consent, ladies, when you fucked that guy. <laughs> this, is, this is so stupid. This would be like saying, you know, yeah, uh, I was drunk when I was driving and ran over that little three-year-old kid. But, you know, I didn't mean to run over that kid. But you know what the consequences of being drunk and driving at the same time could be, but you did it anyway, and then the very obvious consequence occurred, even though lots of people do drive drunk and not hit anybody, but you drove drunk, and you know there's a higher level, a, a, a higher level of likelihood that that might occur, that you might hit somebody, that you might run somebody over driving when drunk than when not drunk, and it happened, and now you're trying to essentially abdicate responsibility by saying, well, I didn't intend for it to happen. <laughs> interesting argument. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In short, the right to bodily integrity means that nobody's entitled to make use of another person's body. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 hold on a second. So look, they're trying to have their cake and eat it too. Did you notice what this just said? Nobody? You mean a person? <laughs> oh, that baby has agency. That baby chose to get conceived and set up shop in my womb like the little parasite that it is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, it doesn't have the right to do that, to make that choice. But at the same time, they try to argue that it's not alive and it's not a person while they call it nobody. <laughs> I love it. It's not a person until I can call it a person to make my argument sound more feasible. So I'm calling it a person and saying it has agency, and saying it has will, but at the same time, it's not a person, and therefore it doesn't have the rights that would be given that a person would be entitled to. So, so interesting how these lefties want to have their cake and eat it fucking dough, and they don't understand that they write a fucking sentence that they make. They contradict their own arguments. So the baby is a person now? <laughs> Supreme Court should uphold bro, and it didn't, because they shouldn't. And you're a lefty idiot who can't think when you make these stupid fucking contradictory statements, you moron. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> oh, I don't realize I just referred to it as the person that I have been saying all along it isn't, so it doesn't have any rights. <laughs> okay. So there you go. There you go. The left's arguments for abortion and why we should let lefty loose women kill their babies. 
So let me know what you think in the comments section of this wonderful article. And let me know what you think about Roe vs. Wade finally being overturned after almost 50 years and over 1 billion babies killed worldwide since 1973. And while you're at it, go check out my BitChute channel, B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E dot com forward slash The Realist Philosopher. That's BitChute dot com forward slash the realist philosopher and don't forget to check out my website as well the realist philosopher.com that is the realist philosopher.com and consider making a donation by clicking on the donate button i can really use your support all right let's see who's out there anybody nope nobody's out there <laughs> i do love the left though you don't have the right to use my body nobody can use my body not even that baby that's nobody. That's not a person, but I'm going to refer to it as a person when I, you know, want to, when it's convenient. <laughs> Crazy shit. Gaza 2. Jordan Peterson is a crying fraud. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Jordan Peterson. Gaza 2. The real philosopher is the best red pill guy in the whole manosphere. Thank you, Gaza. Please spread the word. <laughs> More people need to know. Uh, yeah, I don't like Jordan Peterson. Uh, I, I've talked about him on my um, bit shoot before. Gaza, too. Why do the left love killing babies? They've been programmed to do so. Uh, they think it gives them freedom, you know? Women, especially. And the, the retard men that are parroting this same bullshit, they just think that'll get them into a woman's pants, essentially. These male feminists, these creeps, these freaks, these losers. You know, these, these women, these, these feminist bros that run around talking about how they killed 21 babies, had 21 abortions. Uh, they think that babies are some kind of shackle, that it's some kind of enslaving device, that a baby itself is uh, oppressive, that it ties a woman down, it weighs her down, it's like an anchor, and she's cutting herself free from everything that held her hostage, her people hostage, her sex hostage in the past. Gaza 2, you're correct, but it will cost the Republicans the next election as women want their abortions to disguise their bad choices. I don't know, Gaza. I don't know. I think the economy is more prevalent than people's minds right now than abortions. Now, I think, and by the way, I think the people that you're talking about, they were never going to vote Republican anyway. I mean, if you're talking about the lefty nutters who only care about hedonism and their own pleasure in the moment and their ability to be liberated and do whatever the fuck they want, those people are never going to vote uh, for somebody like DeSantis or Trump anyway. So what the fuck do I care what they think? Now, people who are more moderate, who are more in the middle, in the center, I think they're going right because they're more concerned about things that are more concerning, like the economy and the fact that we're already in a recession and the gas is 70 bucks a fucking gallon. Uh, by the way, I think some people on the left are going to go right as well, even some of the more hardcore people, because it's, it's all well and good to stick to your guns and to, uh, you know... Uh, Stick to your principles when everything is easy and life is easy, but, uh, you know, $500 electric bills and 150 bucks to fill up your fucking gas tank and 10 bucks for a fucking loaf of bread. You know, a lot of people on the left, their principles are going to completely, totally disappear when they have an empty fucking wallet. Gaza, too. The Democrats have nobody now. Uh, Incontinent Joe. Uh, who's going to vote for that senile clown? So the, the rabid lefties who can't really think and already have things pretty easy, uh, they'll vote for uh, Joe. 
people who are lifetime welfare recipients who are always going to be at the bottom of the fucking ladder, uh, they're going to vote for Joe, okay? People in leftist cities, they're going to vote for Joe. Uh, but I think the majority of people are going to vote for DeSantis or Trump. You know what would be a good running card? Trump with DeSantis as his vice president, and then DeSantis would be a shoe-in for president in 2028. That would be a super... That would be a... No question win. Trump with DeSantis as his vice president is guaranteed to win. Guaranteed. That is a winning fucking ticket. There's no way that the left could cheat enough, even in swing states, to get senile potato Biden reelected. The amount that they would have to cheat would be so fucking obvious. They were barely able to hide it last time. Gaza, when will the Democrats wake up to the fact they destroy cities? Never. Well, I mean, you know... Look at Venezuela. The Democrats there won. The socialists there won. And what did they do? They tried to replace Maduro with another socialist president. <laughs> Socialism destroyed our country, but we love it so much we're going to just elect another socialist. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Gaza too. Joe Biden shits in his own pants. That must be a losing ticket. It'll need to be the mother of all cheating. Yeah, it's, it's, they can't cheat that much, Gaza. No, the, the next president will be Trump or DeSantis or both of them together. Um, but I don't know that there'll be much left to save in two and a half more years. I think Biden and Camel Toe Harris are going to do so much damage uh, by the time they're out of office that there won't be anything to fix. We'll be on the verge, if not actually suffering hyperinflation by that point. The infrastructure of the country will be destroyed. Unemployment will be at ridiculous levels. Gas will be 15 bucks a fucking gallon. We may or may not already be in a fucking uh, world war by that time. I... <laughs> uh, you know, I think we're already past the point of no return, yo. Anyway, it looks like that's it for the comments currently. So let me get to the next story. From Breitbart News, House Democrats aim to reduce 40-year high inflation by <laughs> spending more money. Yeah, That's oxymoronic. That's contradictory. I will lose weight by eating more food. Unless all the food you're eating is uh, infected with botulism and all you're going to be doing for the next three months is vomiting, I don't think that's going to help. Unless you're going to be uh, vomiting up all that food, uh, you know, purposefully, which will, you know, erode your esophagus and uh, kill you. And the botulism will kill you, too. Uh, <laughs> not going to work. Not going to work. But anyway, before I get to this story, I'd like to ask those of you out there that like and appreciate the raw, red-pilled, in-your-face nature of my content to please go check out my website, therealistphilosopher.com. That is therealistphilosopher.com. You'll find a lot of useful and interesting social media links in the upper right-hand corner. In the middle of the page, you will find a number of off-show services that I offer, including philosophical education, tutoring, as well as philosophical, uh, you could call it one-on-one um, -on -one counseling, as it were. So uh, there's a lot to offer on my website. And at the bottom, at the bottom, at TheRealistPhilosopher.com, you will find not one, not two, but three ways to donate to my continued content creation if you would like to support my work. 
So go check it out, therealistphilosopher.com. That is therealistphilosopher.com. Okay, so genius House Democrats like Nancy Pelosi think that spending more money, which for them, since they're the government, means printing more money, will create less inflation. That's very interesting. Now, the only way that could actually work is if the money spent created more wealth than was being printed via the cranking of the printing presses and having them printing money 24-7. But that's not the case, as you will see. Oh, look at that liver-spotted, shriveled-up arm. How's this broad still in office? Jesus Christ, they should be fitting her for a coffin by now. Well, I guess uh, adrenochrome, uh, you know, drinking the baby's blood has kept her young. House Democrats on Wednesday are aiming to reduce inflation by spending more money via bipartisan innovation. Didn't a whole bunch of Republicans vote for this bullshit too? Well, rhinos. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> uh, of course, there's a bunch of Democrats and Republicans who aren't going to run for re-election come uh, 2022 or 2024 anyway. So, you know, they're getting theirs before they get out of office. Yeah. The bill promises to spend $52 billion. Oh, well, that's a drop in the bucket. Yeah. Didn't we give more than that to Ukraine, like $54 billion? Yeah. What's the big deal? It's only $52 billion? In government subsidies, subsidies, subsidies. So to underpin, to underwrite wonderful industries like tobacco. <laughs> to improve U.S. semiconductor production. Semiconductor. Conductor production. Yeah, even though the government is doing everything it can to reduce the amount of energy that we create cumulatively. <laughs> well, that's why we want to improve semiconductors so that more of that power gets to where it's going. And that way we don't have to burn as much fuel. Yeah. Improve STEM education and establish, establish a supply chain office at the Department of Commerce. Another office another layer of bureaucracy that's going to require the creation of thousands of jobs, if not tens of thousands of jobs and billions of dollars just to support something that's totally completely useless. Supply chain office at the Department of Commerce? Can anybody say communism? Yes, more centralized control of the economy because that always works out well. Mm. The bill also spends money on funding the Manufacturing USA Institutes and the Manufacturing Extension Partnership. Oh, God. Funding, you mean wasting the money? You know, it is unknown how pumping more money into the economy would reduce President Joe Biden's 40-year high inflation. It's not a 40-year high. It's a historic high. Because, uh, you know, they've changed the metrics in regards to how they measure inflation. So it's not a 40-year high. It's a historical record high. So the bill has not yet been scored by the Congressional Public uh, Budget Office. Nevertheless, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's Lieutenant Representative Steny Hoyer uh, told Democrat House members on Monday to expect a vote on the bill this work period. Hoyer claimed the passage of the bill is the most important step Congress can take right now to do what buy more votes uh, to buy more votes to reduce biden's inflation what are you talking about the bill is still in command how is it supposed to i don't again i don't get this how is taking more money 
from taxpaying productive members of society of America, and I'm not talking about government employees because they're useless by and large. I'm talking about the other two-thirds of the population that doesn't currently work for our government in some form in the local, state, or federal level. I'm talking about uh, the people that actually produce shit of value that people want and need. That means non-governmental employees. So we're going to take money from them, from people who are actually producing, and if given the ability to keep more of their money, could produce even more still, and we're going to put it into more government? And that's going to reduce inflation? <laughs> Ooh, that, that, that's great. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, so they, they're going to do a twofer. They're going to be taking more money from people who are productive and printing more money at the same time. Lovely. The bill is still in committee. I hope it stays there. But it didn't, of course. Feeling the pressure from the midterm elections right around the corner in November, Democratic House members are searching for a solution to reduce inflation. No, 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 no. They're not looking for a solution. Uh, they're looking to gaslight the public and try and convince them that spending more money will reduce inflation. And it's going to work on the uh, lower tier members of the public, those people in the bottom 5%, who will never get out of the bottom 5%, no matter what they do, and a bunch of other moron NPC idiots who may have decent IQs, uh, but they never thought for themselves in their entire lives, and they have no ability to critically think, so they'll be convinced. So basically, this is going to preach to the choir, and essentially the same people who voted for Biden last time, the majority of them will vote for him this time as well, and other Democrats as well. Although I'm quite sure that the Democratic Party has lost a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of members thanks to Potato Biden's mishandling of the economy, which he blames on Trump when things are bad and takes credit for when things are good. <laughs> typical Democrat, typical politician, really. Uh, yeah, so uh, feeling the pressure from midterm elections, uh, Democrat House members are searching for a solution. No, 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 no. They're searching for new methods to gaslight the public into thinking that greater spending is a good thing. Mm, so these Democrats penned a letter on money to Democrat leadership pleading with them to address the inflation. Hardworking families in our districts and across the country are facing rising costs across the board. While the reasons for these rising costs are many and varied, no, 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 they're not many and varied. They're not. Now, this is you trying to muddy the waters and gaslight people into believing that the issue is more complicated than it actually is, but it's really not. You motherfuckers are just printing way too much money. That's it. The fact remains that these inflationary pressures created by you are harming our constituents. No, you're harming them by pursuing these socialistic policies. Small businesses and working families, the leader read as reported by, okay, some news outlet I never heard of. We continue to hear from folks who are wondering what Washington is doing to address these problems. Well, they're printing more money. While trying to gaslight you into believing printing more money will reduce inflation. So let me explain how inflation works, and it always works this way. The taxation is not the main issue. It's the printing of more dollar bills. That's the problem, which then justifies government in their mind to tax people more. Of course, if you listen to Biden's idiotic rhetoric, he wants to tax the rich, make them pay their fair share. Well, what is their fair share? Notice they never give you a number. You never hear any kind of number 
because they don't want to set a number. Because if they set a number and they actually reach that number, then they can't say, well, you know, it's the richest fault and they're not paying their fair share because we've already set a metric of 51%. 51%! If the rich pay 51%, that's their fair share. Oh, they're paying 52% now? Oh, well, we got to get rid of that talking point. Can't do that. We continue to hear from folks who are wondering what Washington is doing. I'll tell you what they're doing. They're trying to justify printing more money. Anyway, 80% of Americans say inflation is extremely very important. And of course, they're trying to distract you from the horrible economy by yammering on about Roe versus Wade like I give a... <laughs> I mean, I give a fuck insofar as, thank God, the federal mandate making that... that, 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 that the, the court, the Supreme Court's mandate, the passing of law, which is not their job to make abortion legal, has been struck down. And now it gets decided where it should be decided by the states. That's a good thing. I care about that. Sure. But not above the economy. <laughs> That's a moot point if people can't afford to have kids because of inflation. And, you know, which is part and parcel why they love inflation so much, these Democrats, because Whitey ain't having babies no more. And that justifies bringing in more blacky and brownies so we can help the poor oppressed people by giving them a slash of the pie that they, by the way, deserve because our ideology teaches most Americans these days that those people are doing poorly because Whitey stole all their wealth. So now it's our job to take these poor, impoverished losers and give back some. Give them a slice of the American dream, even though their cultures, ideologies, worldviews, not to mention, in many cases, their low IQs exempt them from being able to attain that dream in the first place because despite what the left would have you believe, that dream is based on merit and not on some kind of unfair wealth distribution. Can you show me the office of wealth distribution where it's mainly whitey? And actually, it's not mainly whitey. It's mainly... Oriental Asian people who are at the front of the fucking line. Can you show me that office that has Chinese and Japanese and Koreans at the front? And they, well, actually, the Jews. The Jews are at the front, followed by the Asians. And then Whitey, he's way back there. Can you show me that line going into that office of wealth redistribution that is so unfair? No, because the American dream is based on merit. Oh, but we got to take these people in and take care of them and give them a shot, give them a chance at a better life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inflation is extremely important in how they will vote in the midterm elections. <laughs> Even though a lot of lefties. Hasn't, uh, hadn't the Democratic Party lost like a million voters or more, uh, a million members since uh, Joe Biden came into office? But that's okay, because Joe Biden managed to bring in, uh, by the end of his uh, Time in office will have uh, managed to bring in six, seven, even eight million illegal aliens who will set up shop mostly in California and other states that allow people to vote just with a driver's license. You don't even need to be a citizen. Well played, Democrats. You lost a million Americans to the Republicans, but you brought in six or seven more Democratic voters because Illegal aliens, aliens in general, that are coming into America, especially from south of the border, they're 75 plus percent more likely to be Democrats than Republicans, to vote for socialist policies than conservative ones. So, eh, 
You not only replaced the million people that you lost, Mr. Biden, but you added another four or five million on top. Bravo! Yeah, so we're fighting a losing battle here, people. <laughs> losing battle! Point of no return was crossed long ago. Yeah, according to Bloomberg, inflation will cost American households on average $5,200 in 2022 or $433 a month. $433 a month! If you get a family of four, that's your food bill. That's your groceries for the month. <laughs> Holy shit! That's insane! That's enough to feed a family of three or four for a month! Wow. Thanks, Biden! And all you idiots out there that voted for him. Inflation will also delay 25% of Americans from retiring. Eh, gotta keep them in the workforce longer so we can uh, continue to, uh, you know, drain them dry! <laughs> Gotta have as many people out there slaving away until their death is humanly possible. Yeah, great, 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 wonderful. So there you go, there you go. You can spend your way out of inflation by printing money and then spending it, even though the printing of the money is what creates the inflation. <laughs> Brilliant, yeah, 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 yeah. So there you go, there you go. Brilliant Democrat logic print your way out of inflation oh that's that's genius you people are fucking einsteins so let me know what you think of this story in the comments section is printing more money gonna reduce inflation or would you have to have Elmer Fudd level IQ to believe that? Let me know what you think in the comment section. And please like and subscribe to my BitChute channel if you have not already. B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E dot com forward slash the realist philosopher. That's BitChute dot com forward slash the realist philosopher to see all of my content. And don't forget to check out my website as well, therealistphilosopher.com and consider making a donation. I can really use your support. Love it. Love it. We can get out of inflation by printing more money. Uh, that is just, yeah, that's like saying, uh, you know, I could save myself from drowning more effectively by tying an anvil around my ankle. Ah! <laughs> I could swim faster if I added. 40 pounds of lead weights to my body. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting logic, Democrats. Interesting logic. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Well, we know what's happening. Uh, all right, let's... No comments, unfortunately. Okay. Let's see if there's any comments on the other website. I'm streaming to... Uh, that would be nice, but unlikely. Three viewers, but none of them are speaking. Hello, people. Feel free to talk. Okay, so there's no comments, unfortunately, but not surprising considering I haven't been making shows regularly and it's been a month plus since my last show. So, yeah, no surprise there. But anyhow, no comments. So let's get to the next story. From the Daily Mail. Trans woman. You mean man? There's no such thing as a trans woman, okay? There's women and there's men. There's no trans woman or trans man. But anyway, trans woman, you mean a man. 29-year-old dude sparks 
backlash after beating a 13-year-old girl to win New York City Women's Skateboarding Contest. Why are 29-year-old dudes or dudettes being allowed to compete with 13-year-olds? So from what I understand this competition, uh, there's not that many female skateboarders. There's not enough for them to justify or actually be able to have uh, individual categories or just completely different contests, competitions, like a competition for, you know, 11 to 14 and uh, 15 to 18. So they have to lump them all together. Yeah. All right. Not a lot of girls like skateboarding. How is that my problem? And why are adults, I, I don't get this, you know, I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. So it's not enough female skateboarders, so they have to have 29-year-olds competing with 13-year-olds? It doesn't make sense to me. Oh, come on. You're going to tell me that there's n there ain't enough female skateboarders? Come on. Are there more than two? Are there more than three that are uh, grown adults? If so, I think you could have different categories. <sighs> I think somebody out there is just really lazy and doesn't want to organize differing categories based on age. Uh, but of course they managed to uh, be able to split the men's and the women's apart. That's because they recognize and understand that girls and boys, men and women, are different enough that the men have a distinct advantage and yet they're letting this 29-year-old dude compete with 13-year-olds and kick their asses. Because of course he did. Anyway, before I get into the story, I would like to ask those of you out there that like and appreciate the raw, red pill in your face nature of my content, now fast I fucking talk, to go out there, check out my website, therealistphilosopher.com, that is therealistphilosopher.com. Check it out. Check out my social media links in the upper right-hand corner. Check out the services that I offer in the middle of the page, like philosophical counseling and philosophical tutoring. And check out at the bottom of the page my three donation options if you want to contribute to my continued content creation. Creation. That's therealistphilosopher.com, therealistphilosopher.com. Go check it out. So, this 29-year-old dude won a woman's skateboarding contest. The 13-year-old's not a woman. <sighs> uh, of course, they don't know what a woman is, right? We don't know what a woman is. We don't know what a woman is. And yet, you have all of these people that you're calling women competing together, even though you don't know what a woman is. And if you don't know what a woman is, and there's no distinction between men and women, and it's all some kind of social construct, and we're all just assigned the gender at birth, and there's no kind of biological differences, then why aren't they allowed to compete against the men as well? <laughs> uh, event sponsor Red Bull and Sports Illustrated. Sports Illustrated? Didn't Sports Illustrated just have that big, fat, blob woman on the uh, uh, cover of their bikini issue? <sighs> They've gone woke. As well, yeah, I don't want to hear nothing from Sports Illustrated. Previously suggested biological male skaters have advantage over women. Of course they do. Of course a biological male has a, uh, an advantage over a woman. Especially a 13-year-old girl. Uh, so, a 29-year-old man, I'm not going to use their language, beat a 13-year-old girl to win first place in a women's skateboarding competition in New York. <laughs> Gee, I guess 13-year-old girls are now classified as women, too. <sighs> Even though they're girls and not women. But that's right, uh, they don't know what a woman, woman is. We don't know, we don't know. 13-year-olds qualify as well. Right, because, you know, most of you lefties are pedos that want to bang little kids. <laughs> Ricky Tress, or is it Rishi? Rishi, 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 I don't know how to pronounce that. Rishi Tress, 
who was born male. No, 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 no. You, you're male. You're, you're, you're born a man, you're a man. Law of identity. It's very simple logic. You can't be something you're not. Not fundamentally. Uh, but now identifies as a woman. <laughs> I love how they try to make these distinctions and conflate biological sex and gender when it suits their argument. So, born a man, but now identifies as a woman. So, you're saying that identification can trump biology, is what you're saying. Won the Border Open, a street skateboarding contest that is open to all participants at all skill levels. You're telling me they didn't have enough females showing up to be able to have uh, categories for kids and adults separately, at, uh, but which is split into male and female contests. Hmm. And did the male contest have age groups? Tress, who hails from LA, of course he does. Won the women's title. Don't you ladies know what you've done? You've deconstructed womanhood. Very soon, your privilege is going to be gone too. <laughs> yeah, you love intersectionalism until it comes back and bites you in the ass and you get supplanted by the ever-increasing number of dudes that see the advantage in being Wayman and now identify as Wayman. And they beat your ass. Didn't that Miss America or Miss Universe? Uh, wasn't that a, a dude? Pretending to be a dudette? I mean, ladies... Your embracing of intersectionality means that you're very soon going to be supplanted by dudes. <laughs> oh, you cut your own throat, ladies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, let's embrace intersectionality and bring all of these supposed oppressed minority groups together with the largest minority group being Wayman. Well, that's why you got to be displaced. You got too much power, ladies. <laughs> uh, Tress, who hails from L.A., yeah, won the title and $500. Pretty crappy prize. Well, how much interest in there is there in uh, female skateboarding? How much interest is there in skateboarding in general? Not too much. It's kind of like fucking comic books, though. It's you know, it's very niche, very very niche. Well, 13-year-old Shiloh Katori of Tampa, Florida, came in second, taking home $250. Shiloh came first at last year's event. Yeah, because there weren't 29-year-old dudes in that uh, event. Out of the six competitors, four were under the age of 17, including a 10-year-old girl, Juri Lakura, who came fifth. Before Tress's victory, I, I don't get this. How could... What a loser, by the way. By the way, I believe this dude, who's 29, is a former Navy veteran that has three kids, and he used to have a big fucking uh, uh, mountain man beard. He's now skating around like a little kid. You know, I think a lot of this trans fad with both dudes and dudettes, I think it's infantilization. I think it's self-infantilization. I think it's an attempt to escape reality. And really, it's infantilization in the sense that you want your life to be easier. You want to become a part of and identify with a privileged minority group that gets a lot more advantages than you do and you would get if you remain in the group that you were at birth, meaning men who get shat on and dumped on and treated like crap. And not only do they not have advantages and privileges in today's woke world, but they have a lot of disadvantages thrust upon them. So yeah, these people adopting this uh, trans moniker, 
They want an easier infantilized life where they're treated like victims. Yeah, so Sports Illustrated and the border sponsor Red Bull published stories which strongly suggest, strongly suggest skateboarders who've gone through the male, male puberty, such as Tress, have inherent advantage of, advantages over female rivals. What? Strongly suggest. This is the world we're living in right now, where people are so ignorant and just so fucking dumb. They, they don't even know that men, they just don't know right off the bat. It's, always, it's strongly suggested that men have a physical advantage over women in general. Strongly suggested? Like, you don't know that? <laughs> oh, my God. We're doomed. Last year, Sports Illustrated reported on efforts to popularize skateboarding among women. Yeah, because there's not enough women in skateboarding, and it couldn't be that women just, you know, by and large, don't like skateboarding. No, 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 no. There couldn't be a biological preference for other things. Yeah, it couldn't be that skateboarding is, in, skateboarding is inherently risky, and women tend to eschew activities that are very risky, while men tend to be attracted to such activities. No, there's no biological race basis for preferences. Who knew? And said that men's best tricks tend to be more powerful than women's. Yeah. At the 2020 Olympics meeting, they achieved better scores. See, I don't understand this. I didn't even know that skateboarding was now an Olympic event. I'm, I'm really behind the times. I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> Apparently. I don't really give a fuck about the Olympics, though. They've become woke. So that's why. I don't know what's going on there. The magazine explained that men and women are scored using exactly the same criteria with no weighting to address the natural disadvantage women face. Yeah. Well, you can't do that if you're allowing the men to compete with the women. <laughs> uh, many female skaters' lower level of strength meant they couldn't pull off the same complex stunts. Duh. They tended to achieve lower results which they admitted to finding disheartening. Why? Why do they find that disheartening? Oh, right. Because they're told their entire lives that, uh, you know, they don't need a man and they can do anything a man can do, but they can do it even better. And then they find out they can't do it better. So that's disheartening to them. So. <laughs> uh, they're taught to be displeased with reality itself. And you wonder why women are so unhappy. So here's the dude. Whoa, that is one weird-looking, fugly motherfucker. He is an ugly broad. Is that stubble? Do I see stubble? Did he, did he get that removed with electrolysis? Or is, it, is that stubble? Or is that just really thick pancake makeup trying to uh, cover up the stubble? Wow. Jesus Christ. See what I mean about infantilization? He's trying to look like a little kid. Look at the earrings. Yeah, self-infantilization. And there's the little girl who would have won if he hadn't been competing. But of course, you know, when you're a loser that can't compete, cannot compete on a level playing field with your own gender, as a man, what do you do? You identify as a woman and you uh, compete with the women. <laughs> That's what you do. Uh, male wins women's skate boarding finals and money at the board open New York City presented by DC. So there's the top finisher. Rishi, Rishi, whatever. There's who should have won. Third place, age 16th. Fourth place, and it's a 28-year-old. 28-year-old came in fourth place, got beaten by a 13-year-old and a 16-year-old. Yeah, they're all women. She's a natural woman as well. Age 10, 
That girl's tan? Jury Lakura? She looks much, much older, like 15 or something. Weird. And Jessica Perlmutter, 12, won 100 bucks. Well, yippity fucking skippity. This is some shitty prizes, by the way. 100 bucks? What the fuck? What the f uh, The third place winner only got $150. Why bother? Well, I guess the, the uh, you know, the experience itself. Yeah, that that's character building. Yeah, I'd rather get the cashola. But anyway, uh, the core skateboarder plays, of a skateboarder plays a crucial role. The group of muscles in the abdominal region, the obliques and back, uh, and part of the back play a pivotal role in skateboarding performance. Interesting. Since the sport, requ sport requires moving over unstable surfaces, the core provides the strength so strength is an integral part of skateboarding, and it's something that women have, especially in the upper body, including the core, at half that of men. To stabilize the body and balance it, the core also supports related musculature in other parts of the body, which is engaged while skateboarding. For instance, muscles such as hip flexors and quadriceps that are strained while performing tricks, such as an Ali, transfer part of the pressure to the core muscles. In the meantime, women see more obstacles to overcome. In addition to the talent pool and the publicity, the scoring can be a challenge. Yeah, because they're not scoring the dude any differently than the other broads. Because he's a dude. Women's and men's skateboarding are scored on the same scale. Well, that's why they have a men's and a women's category. So you don't have the men competing with the women. Unless, of course, you identify as a woman. Notice you don't see any women identifying as men in this competition. Of course not. They would get demolished. Women's and men's skateboarding are scored on the same scale. And the men's best tricks tend to be more powerful yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the women's, so the women's figures are notably lower. Kind of makes us look bad. Only if you're trying to compete against the men because you're a rabid feminist idiot. I'm sure sitting at home, when you see guys get 9.9s and when you're seeing us get 0.8s, it is what it is, she, she suggested. Some sort of multiplier to make the numbers more comparable. <laughs> multiplier. Some kind of arbitrary multiplier so you don't have to see how much more inferior you are when compared to men. Just stop trying to compete against the men. <laughs> Why don't you just stop doing that? Because I'm a good little feminist lackey, I've been taught that's my job to compete against men. But I only want to do that on a playing field where my shortcomings can be hidden. And if they can't be hidden, I want some kind of arbitrary multiplier. But won't you still know there's an arbitrary multiplier? So even if that 0.8 gets, you know, multiplied times 10, aren't you still going to know? <laughs> I can self-gaslight! Yeah, of course you can. So a Red Bull skating blog published in 2016 also said the bigger muscles make for a better skateboarder. You don't even need big muscles. I mean, just an average dude. If you take a 140-pound dude, a 140-pound broad, the dude is going to be twice as strong. Because the dude is going to be, on average... 25%, well, let's be honest here. We're talking about Western women, 40, 50% body fat. The dude is going to be 10% body fat. Not to mention the fact that the muscles he does have are going to be stronger and the bones he does have are going to be thicker. So, you know, even if you took a dude and a dudette who had about the same amount of muscle mass, which would be very difficult to find, by the way, the dude is still going to be stronger because he's a dude. Uh, he doesn't even have to have more muscle. The muscle he does have will be stronger. Uh, yeah, Red Bull also sponsored the event that Tress won. Yeah. You mean lost? Any dude that's going to compete against a 13-year-old and win and then call themselves a winner is a loser. 
and has backed her as victor in the face of claims of unfairness. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, the Red Bull blog said the Corvus skateboarder uh, looks like that kid isn't uh, a conservative kid. Mm, unfortunate. Whoa, we got a video here. Do we want to watch the video? Yeah, yeah, we want to watch it. Okay, let's check out this video of the Rishi, Rishi, Ricky, I don't know how to pronounce it, Tress uh, practicing. Sort of just freestyling until I get something. Transition isn't my thing, so. By the way, he's very lean. I mean, he's not buff or anything, but he's not like fat or out of shape. I mean, he looks fit. And he's 29. He's got that ridiculous voice also that gives it away, although, you know. If you thought this was a woman, <laughs> just by looking here, you need glasses or something. Oh, yes! 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 Thank you, everyone. God. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Doing my best. Where's my stokey? I had to go puff on my cigar some more so I could get my voice even deeper. <laughs> what a joke. What a fucking joke. It's pathetic. Pathetic. Okay, there's another video where they're actually interviewing this uh, freak, this Fruit Loop, this uh, ugly dude with the weird hair. And the little kitty earrings, this uh, self-infantilizer who wants to hide from the uh, vicissitudes of life. Uh, let, let, let's see what this person has to say about competing against teeny tiny uh, little kids. If there are any disparities between men and little girls. And if he has a problem with, uh, you know, beating the pants off a, a little 13-year-old. I bet he wouldn't. I bet he wouldn't have a problem with that uh, uh, literally either. <laughs> I wonder if this dude is into uh, little dudettes. And by the way, this dude who's supposedly trans, he, he still has the pork and beans. He still has his, uh, you know, tootsie roll down there. Uh, he hasn't gotten the transition, transition surgery yet, so he's still got the big balls that are pumping out testosterone. So I would say there's a definite advantage here. Because that's like what I'm getting beat up about the most is like you're beating little kids and little girls and I'm just like uh, I didn't intend to do that like I just you didn't intend so you're competing against little kids and little girls and you didn't intend to do that but you entered a competition where you've been competing against them so you clearly did intend to do that or you wouldn't have entered the competition. Already, I'm seeing some cognitive dissonance and lack of uh, critical thinking skills here, but continue. 
this was the first competition that I've been to that I actually wanted to win. It makes me really happy to see that there's kids that young that are in competitions and they're shredding and even placing in the high ranks. So, so that's like incredible to me. That's not any reason to like not win a competition or something. Like I'm not gonna go there and be like, oh, I'll go easy on them because they're kids. The skill levels. Are want to beat the shit out of them again really determined by your just like your your determination your tenacity to just like put yourself in on top and through these obstacles <laughs> has nothing to do with your age this dude has three kids of his own by the way and he's out there bebopping around on fucking skateboards how's he making money to support his family oh he's not this 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 loser this deadbeat dad well he's not a dad anymore now he's a tranny so he's empowered by giving up his responsibility to provide for his family by riding around on a skateboard all day what, 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 what a loser do you think that you have a physical advantage um, okay uh i don't <laughs> look at this he has to think about it he doesn't even know does grown man who made it into the Navy and is a retired Navy man have an advantage over a little 13 year old physically? Hmm, let me think about that. I don't think so. Mostly because I, I mean, I don't really understand what that means besides like. You don't know what it means to have a physical advantage. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Talk about living disconnected from reality someone that's stronger you know like you would assume that a big man is stronger than a big woman <laughs> so um but me i'm like look at me i'm not like buff or anything that's irrelevant my muscles aren't big so i can't possibly be stronger than a little 13 year old who I could just throttle to death so easily, even though I have uh, very skinny arms. Uh, you know, I'm not that uh, muscular. Oh, God. You know, I don't work out, really. I just skateboard. Um... And you're in a skateboarding competition, and you're a grown man, and as a grown man, you skateboard all the fucking time, so you're going to be stronger and definitely better at it and have an advantage over a girl that's 13. Um, I don't think skateboarding has anything to do with physicality. What? Well, wait, 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 she doesn't think, he doesn't think that skateboarding has anything to do with physicality, even though it's 100% physical. It's not like you're sitting there and, you know, you're imagining skateboarding. The better your imagination is, the better that you can imagine or visualize yourself in a fucking skateboard. It's 100% physical, but there's no physicality. <laughs> Especially when we look at, like, kids these days, literally kids. There are some people who think that... What? Sport should be divided into three categories. Biological men, biological women, and everybody else. What do you think of that? No, because if it was that way, then I wouldn't be able to uh, flex, uh, uh, stroke my ego by beating little girls because I can't beat even little boys. Even though you might want to beat little boys, if you know what I mean. I don't think that's the right answer. That's Why? pretty much like as far as that goes. Like, because. I wouldn't be able to beat up little girls if that was the case. There's so many suggestions and uh, 
it kind of goes in hand with uh, all the feedback that I'm receiving from people. Like a lot of it is negative and a lot of it is positive. Some of it is kind of just neutral, giving recommendations. And I love that, honestly. Like, it's, I think it's all necessary, you know, like. What the hell does that have to do with the original question? Absolutely nothing. People need to get angry, people need to be happy, and then people need to be in the middle, and then everyone comes together, and hopefully we come up with something. They just did. Men, women, and everything else. Oh, no, 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 I don't agree with that. And then goes off on a tangent. But as far as like segregating everything like that, I just personally, I, I don't think that's the right way only because. Yeah, because you couldn't win otherwise. I mean, I don't know if any of my reasoning is valid, but. It ain't. I feel like that would be like calling us different. You, you feel? Well, you know, my logic and reason isn't based on feelings. I'm not a fucking sophist. I'm not a sophist. It's based on fact, okay? Empiricism, logic, you are different. What do you mean, I would be saying I'm different. Different than the norm? Yeah, yeah, you are, dummy. You're a dude walking around, pretending to be a dudette, competing against 13-year-old girls, and pretending you don't have a cock and balls between your legs. I would say you're very different. Like a different human race or some kind of- No, you just want to be a different human race get all of the advantages that you get as a uh, post-oppressed minority class. Like different type of human when we're not. We're really all the same in some way. Like we all have so many things in common, although- You mean biological determinism? No, that, 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 that's not real. We look at each other and we know that we're all very different. You just said we're all the same in some way and now we're all very different. You're all over the place, motherfucker. So, I just don't think that's the right one. Can you tell us what is? No, because you're just a critical theorist. Although I heard a really good one, you want to hear it? <laughs> <laughs> the, the fake girl laugh. I guarantee you his real voice is like this. Give me a stogie. Where's my pipe? I need some chewing tobacco. Where's my cigar? <sighs> Okay, so this, this, I'm not saying this is the right one either, <laughs> but it's like, what is with this? Oh, that, 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 that laugh is really annoying. And by the way, what's with this voice? You know, this tranny voice? What, what is that? Did they, how, do they, how do they accomplish that? Is that just practice or do they get some kind of surgery or something? The closest thing to what I've found to like, uh, some sense of equality, like something that's like, uh, what do you mean equality? Here, here, here we go again with the way using the word equality incorrectly. Equal is a synonym for same. You're not the same as a woman, okay? So you can't compete with them. You shouldn't be treated the same because you're not the same. And you're not the same as a child either, and that's why you shouldn't be competing with them. Like weight orientated? Like something based off of like body mass and weight? Or we could even do like a... That would disqualify you. You're what, 150, 160 pounds? That little 13 year old was what, 75 pounds? I mean, I don't want to say it this way, but because it, it's just so difficult when we're trying to create like some kind of uh, like a controlled group of some sort because- No, it's not difficult. You control based upon logical standards based upon the differences 
that gives some people an advantage. That's why the men don't compete with the women and the adults don't compete with the kids. It's not difficult or complicated. There has to be some sense of like putting people in a box. You know, if you're a man, you're a man, you compete there. If you're a woman, you're a woman, you compete there. Yeah. And then it's like at this point, it's like, well, she says she's a woman, but we don't believe her or something. No, 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 no. You see, you're trying to conflate. You're trying to have your cake and eat it, too. You, you want to identify as a woman. Okay. And then you want to apply your identification to situations that have a biological differential and standard. You, you can't have it both ways. Well, this person can. Then and like Which is why so many men and boys are uh, going down the tranny route, because they see the advantages, they see the privileges of identifying as a woman. And not just a woman, but a trans wayman. Get double privilege there and triple privilege if you just so happen to identify as gay as well. Let's test her. So I took all these, you know, random tests, the testosterone test, the estrogen test, and like... You, by the way, this person tried to compete in the Olympics and they couldn't compete as a woman. You know why? Because his testosterone was too high. <laughs> but it's perfectly okay if he competes against 13-year-old little girls. Had to... I don't know if I'd used... Yeah, I probably got prodded, like, by a needle to, to get some samples to get that out. So it was, like, a little intrusive, you know? So trying to create a category would have to, like we would have to realize that there is going to have to be some sort of line crossed as far as like the judgment that you're going to receive, like you're being judged whether you- Oh, well, we can't judge people. That's crossing the line. And can't intrude on people by, I don't know, sticking them with a needle. <laughs> Even though we're talking about sports competitions that are at a world fucking level with nations competing against nations with big cash prizes on the line in the form of lots and lots of fucking endorsement deals after you win that copper, silver, gold medal. Oh, but we shouldn't have any standards. <laughs> no standards. Right, because you're a loser who couldn't compete if there were standards. Gonna fit in that category or not. Uh, but maybe like something waste, uh, based on the weight index or maybe like experience, like how long have you been skateboarding? Because that's really what counts. So you don't believe transgender women or men pose any form of threat to Sports? No, not at all. A threat? Uh-uh. What, what a deluded freak this person is. And this guy has three kids. Could you imagine if this was your father? Oh my god! I mean, we're, we're only beginning to, to see this now. So at this point, it's like... It's beautiful. It's part of the human experience. We're all fortunate enough to go through this together. We should kind of just experience it. What the fuck is this person talking about? And continue considering all of our feelings. Hippy dippy mumbo fucking jumbo. And thoughts about it until we can do something that we're all happy with. Well, I don't think you have any thoughts. I think you have feelings. It doesn't have to be threatening. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? What, what, what the, the guy with the gun that wants to steal my wallet, that, that doesn't have to be a threatening experience, even though by its very nature, by the very nature of the experience itself is threatening, but it doesn't have to be threatening. It could be a beautiful, wonderful, joyous experience. What? Idiot. It could just be fun, exciting, like being lost in a big city. Leah Thomas, she... See, I told you, infantilization. This, this idiot, how does this person afford to be able to just 
skate around the city all fucking day and get lost. Where is this person getting the money to do this? Meanwhile, he's got three kids to take care of. It's a transgender woman and she has received lots of criticism from people who believe that she does have a physical advantage because of her background as a biological male. Oh, believes. No, yeah, yeah. Notice the notice the language of the, the reporter, the, 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 the mealy mouth language. Oh, believe that she has an advantage. It's not that she does. No, we don't want to talk, talk in terms of objective truth. No, 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 no. That, that would be transphobic to state facts. Do you see skateboarding as slightly different to other more athletic sports? What do you mean more athletic? Skateboarding is extremely athletic. I don't know what this dumb broad's talking about. Um, hmm. Well, I mean, I can't really speak for for her and like what she's going through, but yeah, of course not, of course not. But I would I would say so, like kind of, because you have like an external source. You know, your sport isn't just solely based on your body, as like I don't know, sprinting or something would be. It's it's what? it's kind of like a, let's say like a race car driver. You know, like it doesn't really matter what you look like or who, whatever. Like, you can drive a car better than I do. Yeah, but you've got a 300 pound guy, he's not going to fit into a race car, okay? <laughs> uh, by the way, no, it doesn't matter what you look like, but your physical composition is important. You moron. Regardless of our physique and such. So. Not true at all. Physique plays a big fucking role. Don't know what you're fucking talking about. You're an idiot. I don't see a lot of 300-pound guys out there skateboarding. They would crack the fucking skateboard. So that's kind of where I would pin skateboarding is like a... It's that, yeah. I'll keep competing because... Against 13-year-old little girls! There are opportunities that are like almost like an instant growth. It's like picking up a little star or something. So it's about validation. It's about validation and stroking your pathetically tiny cock and ego. I see. I see. Um... But I'm just, uh, I'm just skateboarding to, to be happy, honestly. You've got three kids? Why aren't you working at a job and earning a fucking living so you can support your kids? What, what a loser this guy is. What a fucking loser. So, I just want to keep being happy. <laughs> You're 30 years old, motherfucker, and you've got kids. You don't get to put your own happiness and self-interest above that of your family. But now that I identify as a tranny... And a wayman, and maybe a fag as well, well, you know, I get to abandon my family. And play out this little fantasy make-believe bullshit where I'm a little kitty, which is why you want to compete against little kids. Maybe that, and because maybe, maybe you're a kitty diddler as well, who knows? I'm just speculating. But there you go! I don't see any love handles, so he's in relatively good shape. But oh, physique doesn't matter. Even though I couldn't do this if my physique was horrible and I weighed 50 pounds more because uh, that would make all the tricks and uh, too difficult and the skateboard would break. But that, that stuff, objective reality and truth, that doesn't matter. Biology doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Okay, well then how did you win? How did you beat the little 13-year-old then if uh, physicality doesn't matter? And it's not a physical sport. So there you go. There you go. Um, apparently... There's no physical advantage to being a man, even though in almost every competition where a dude turned dudette competes, he beats all the women, the actual women.
But there's no such thing as a wayman. So why don't you just compete with the dudes? Oh, because there's a difference. Because there is such a thing as wayman. <laughs> That's great. Oh, my God. We're doomed. Western civilization is doomed. And ladies, you're doomed too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very soon, you're going to be ousted from power as well. With your embracing of intersectionality as the blackies and the brownies and the fake artificial waymen replace you. Anyhow, let me know what you think in the comment section. And please like and subscribe to my BitChute channel. If you have not already, B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E dot com forward slash the realist philosopher. That's bitchute.com forward slash the realist philosopher. And if you'd really like to support my continued content creation, go check out my website, therealistphilosopher.com. That is therealistphilosopher.com and consider making a donation. Could really use your help. Mm, okay. Any comments? Sissith is in the house. Hello, sir. Wow, you did a zero hair. Yeah. Well, I cut off all my hair because in my community here, um, which is a horrible place, and I am going to move when my lease expires, the air conditioning went out. <laughs> the air conditioning broke, and these cheap bastards didn't want to call an HVAC technician to fix it. So they wanted to fix it themselves, but they didn't have the parts, so they had to special order a part, probably off of fucking eBay. Meanwhile, if they had actually called an HVAC technician who would have all these parts on hand, they could add it fixed that day. But instead, we had to wait four or five fucking days. I live in a desert. It gets to 110 fucking degrees. There were four nights where I hardly even slept any. Had to sleep on the fucking floor so that I was further down because heat rises. And even then, sleep was only intermittent. And I'm dying of fucking heat exhaustion in my own fucking apartment because the AC is out. Thank God I lost all the weight I did or I probably would have fucking died of heat stroke being the fat bastard I was a year ago. But even then, I was getting so overheated, so I just decided, yeah, I'm going to cut all my hair off because I'm not shedding enough heat. <laughs> so, yes, I decided for the cue ball look. Easier to maintain, don't have to comb anything, and I'm cooler. They finally got the AC fixed, but uh, it took forever. Sith, wow, we are heading toward hyperinflation. Yep. Sith, I have been hearing very bad things about the energy and food supply. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think since uh, 2021, like in the past year, something like 100 food processing facilities in America alone have caught on fire. Anybody think that thinks that's a coincidence is a fucking moron. Sith apathy will make people dead, period. They are emptying the hydroelectric lakes in the West. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this current energy crisis that we are heading into is quite purposeful and well orchestrated. It's no accident. Sith, Sith, Russia will wipe the floor with the NATO army, sir. Well, that's if there's some kind of actual war between Russia and Europe, the European Union, which I guess is possible. I mean, that would be really bad, though. Really, really bad. Kiwi is in the room. Kiwi. I don't know how to pronounce that, but welcome, Kiri. Russia's trying to become USSR again. No, they're not. Nobody hates socialism, communism more than the Russians, having lived through it. Are you kidding? No, 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 no. Russians ain't to blame for what's going on now. 
America and NATO are to blame. Are you kidding? What do you expect to happen when America places uh, a weapons of mass destruction right on Russia's border? Fuck, we nearly started World War III back in the 60s when Russia tried to put nukes in Cuba, which is a heck of a lot fur farther away from our border than Ukraine is from Russia's borders. What do you think would happen? Then you subvert the government in Ukraine with that USA-funded coup back in 2014 that eventually ended up putting that uh, puppet Zelensky into power. Come on. You got the Ukrainians murdering tens of thousands of Russians in the Donbass region. Uh, this war was started by NATO, America, and the Ukraine. Russia was given no real choice in the matter. If you think this has anything to do with protecting Ukraine, you're an idiot. No offense. It has nothing to do with that. Please, it has everything to do with Russia establishing a gold standard and kicking out the reserve bankers. That's what it's about. Ukrainian is Russian heartland historically. Yeah, 80% of Ukrainians before the 2014 coup funded by America wanted to rejoin the Russian Union. Well, no, America can't have that. No, 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 no. We got to get in there. We got we to try and, uh, you know, provoke Russia. We got to get Putin out of there. He wants to kick out the reserve bankers. He wants to, uh, you know, devalue the petrodollar. He wants the, the governments, the nations of the world to return to a gold standard, which means they can't print money willy-nilly anymore. <laughs> Sith, Sith, have you heard about Operation Sandman to dump the dollar? By third world countries. Um, I'm not surprised. Uh, I, I'm really not surprised at all. <sighs> One good way to uh, plunge the Western world into deprivation and poverty is to get all Western countries dependent on the petrodollar and then devalue the hell out of it. <laughs> uh, it's a good way to tank the economy of uh, most Western countries. Really good way. Sis, if gold and silver prices are dropping, but how are derivatives? Nah, I don't know, Sith, I haven't taken a look. Gold and silver are dropping, ah, that's not going to last. I mean, you've got all of this inflation, yeah. More and more people are going to get into gold and silver. Sis, Sith, the West is tanking for sure and becoming Venezuela. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there eventually, Sith. It'll just take longer. It'll just take longer. Because we had more wealth to begin with. The effects of the inflation on the dollar are diluted to a greater extent by it being a world currency because of its use uh, for uh, petroleum products. But uh, that's that's coming to an end. Coming to an end. Anyhow, I think on that note, I'm going to head out. Uh, I'll be back next week. I will be back. So hopefully I will see you then. I am the Realist Philosopher, and I wish you all a good and pleasant day. Take care.